With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Brighton Rock Podcast. The podcast about the beautiful club within the beautiful game. And it's time for a match day special again. Stand or fall. Stand or fall. And here we are in the beer merchants. The magnificent beer merchants in Hackney Wick. One of a number of places we love to come into and frequent and, and drink dry. And we're doing that again tonight. I'm, I'm on a few cheeky lambics today and they are going down a treat, I have to say. And we, we've got, we'll probably have a word with them later. We have a regular David of the FO, David Townsend, and his mate John, who's a West Ham fan. Uh, we've got the Phillips guys in. He's a Hackney Wick, he is. He's a Hackney Wick, yeah. Got me rhyming <laughs> no, he's a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. Um, but we also have the aforeheard the dulcet tones of Mr. Wedgenald, Wedgenald Perrin, Wedgie, Wedge, Andy Gresty. Good evening. Good evening. And we've got Andy Knott as well. Good evening, Andy. Professor Andy Knott. Good evening, all. Professor. He is not the professor. He's a very naughty doctor. <laughs> so, Andy, let's go to you first. Um, thoughts after the last, uh, that one, Andy Knott. Thoughts after the, uh, the Spurs game. We were just saying off air, James Milner by far and away his best game. Uh, discuss. Best game for us by a long way. Uh, what do I want to say about the Spurs game? It was utterly thrilling. Bonkers. Um, yeah, that'll do. Spurs game. Simply marvellous. Back row in the north stand. When Purvis swung back his left peg, we thought this is going row P, seat 175. And very quickly we realised it was like a dart right in the top corner. It was one of the top five goal celebrations ever at the Amex. For Purvis, welcome back. Beautiful. So here we are a couple of hours before kickoff and one hour before the team's announced. And I haven't got a clue what our defence is going to be. A little, little bit further up the field, it's more obvious the kind of players that we're going to play. But even when the lineups announced in an hour's time I don't think anyone will really be able to guess the system uh, and the formation uh, well I think if he plays Purvis at centre back 
maybe a bit unlikely, but if he did, then we've got a chance of breaking an all-time Premier League record, and that is having fullbacks who, between them, are 70 years old in Gross and Milner. <laughs> 70 years. Just dwell on that for a moment. I'm going to quickly rush and get my boots. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty certain that Van Hacker will play centre-back, but beyond that, uh, it really isn't clear. Apparently Webster is fit enough to be on the bench and might play a bit of a role in the second half. So maybe him and Purvis might switch around at centre-back. The big question is who who's going to play alongside Van Hecker at centre-back. Uh, and apparently Hinchwood might, might not start as well, according to Serb in the press conference. So who knows? Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, I totally agree with all that. I think um, it's going to be very interesting to see what the hell happens with uh, the lineup. Uh, it's anyone's guess, but here we go again with 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 just all change, all change city as as usual. Uh, while we've been recording, we've been joined by Mo as well. Hello, Mo. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How Excellent. are you? Good to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, Mo Seagull. Mo Seagull going down the and it's good. No, it's brilliant. It's good to see you. And uh, here we go again. Another London away day. Uh, West Ham. I mean, I don't know what the head-to-head record is through history, but we played. Uh, this is going to be our 14th game in the current sequence in the 13. top flight. Yeah, the 14th. 14th yeah. today. Yeah. So they and lost 12. Yeah, we were their won. bogey team, and yeah, they won last time. We now need to avoid defeat. Last time they won, it was 2012. Were you there? 2012, 2012. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Six months. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it, Mo, to be honest with you. Uh, you are right, but uh, yeah, horrendous day that was. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if they win today, they do the double over us, which no one would have seen coming at the beginning of the season. Uh, however, who knows what will happen. I'm going in for a nice, healthy 2-2 draw today. Have you got any predictions for the game? I would like us to win, actually. Well, yeah, I'd like us to win, yeah. Finish sixth, yeah? Yeah. Yes, we go two places up to sixth if we win. Yeah, We're still in eighth because Newcastle lost to Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and what else? United lost, didn't they? Last yeah, they time out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're in a position, and obviously West Ham we're playing, so if we beat them, we go above them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sixth place would be a good, good start to the year, wouldn't it? It would be very, very good, yeah. It would be quite nice. But it, it will be a tough game. Absolutely, yeah. So what do you think about the lineup? Oh, I don't know. Who's placed on the back today? It's honestly, it's anyone's guess what will happen. I've, I've got no idea, no what idea. Who do you think we place on the back today? Well, they're saying about how they'd like to have Esther Pinion at centre-back so they can have the oldest full-backs in history. Or Milner. Yeah, Milner. Milner, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. What I do know is I'm really hoping Esther Pinion is fit and able to continue his return. I love that, didn't you? I mean, yeah, I think not, it's a bit risky to play 90 minutes today. Probably, yeah. Do you think he'll play the first 45? First 50, 55? So who is going to play <laughs> if he doesn't play? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but that, I mean, obviously, the comeback itself yeah. at half time, scoring that goal, what an wow. amazing goal. One of the goals of the calendar year, just yeah, gone. And. Not only that, but that I'm back. You guys were thing. there, yeah? I wasn't oh, there. I was yes. in the sunny Swansea. Yes, you missed that one, of course, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. In sunny yeah. But that was, that was one of those defining moments. Of what's been an amazing year, hasn't it? We just finished with 2023. Obviously, we've seen our team 
have a fantastic second half of the season, yeah. finish in a record high position, qualify for Europe, yeah. do well in Europe so far. Uh, ticket for the 14th of March. I did indeed. I didn't forget. Yeah, uh, for the home game and. Um, and we've not only are we doing all that, we're still emulating last season in league positions, broadly speaking. Yeah. And we've had some some memorable, hugely memorable moments, memorable goals. We only have eleven players, yeah. Exactly, but we don't have any players. Will you stop mentioning that? We have eleven players. I'm trying to keep it on a positive spin here. <laughs> no, uh, who knows what will happen? I mean, we'll we'll have some more feedback, no doubt during and after the game. I mean, the good news is Kudus is not playing today. Yes, is that right? He's definitely out. Okay, that is huge news. We tried to sign him. Thanks, Chris Hooten. Yes, yeah. He's not giving him the extra time. Yeah, which which is uh, uh, Garner, Garner manager, obviously. So yeah, yeah. So that would be um, that would be a big bonus because he, I mean, guy we tried to sign. He wanted to go to West Ham. They've signed him. He's been a huge success. Massively important that we didn't have him playing today so that's yeah, good he's yeah. I don't want, want to wish people to be out of the team but we've got so many injuries yeah. we could do with a bit of luck couldn't we it's fair. Yeah, it's fair absolutely anyway so so there we have it right Mo I will catch up with you a bit more later on yeah, cheers cheers right well we haven't seen the teams yet but let's go back to the Andes for some score predictions then starting with you Mr Andy Gresty aka Wedge it's a very difficult one to work out Suffice to say, it's a windy, wet night in London. Neither team is at full strength and having to patch together. Yeah. Likelihood of errors in the wind and team setup. Likelihood of errors is high, therefore likelihood of goals is high. Therefore, I'm going 2-2 draw or 2-3 either way. I went for a 2-2 draw. I'm disappointed to hear you're wet and windy, though, um, Andy. I hope you get over that soon. It's just me. I had a kebab at West Ham. I'm hoping the wet and windy will dry. Keep your nose to yeah. Uh, Andy, uh, not. So what what do you think? He's just had the buffalo chicken burger, so he's wet and windy as well. (laughs) I I don't do score predictions because I always get them wrong. But uh, put it this way, I'm not terribly optimistic about this game because of the depth of our injury crisis yeah yeah we, we should get the opposition view in a moment uh, as we're going to pass the uh, the baton along the table so i now turn to my left and i'm uh, joined and chatting with um john who's friend of david friend of the show uh john you're a west ham fan happy hammer oh you're a happy hammer at the moment aren't you surely i'm quite happy <laughs> yeah, yeah, things are going fairly well, aren't they, for you? Winning a European trophy, uh, flying high this season, doing better than last season in the league as well. Yeah, uh, uh, the only thing I'm a little bit, well, more than disappointed with is uh, I think I thought we could have gone for the Caribou Cup uh, a little yeah. bit more than what we did. And yeah. I think we kind of, we threw that, you know, it's because... Uh, the great thing West Ham are not in a position we're not going to win the league so <laughs> so going for the Caribou yeah would have gave us a great night at yeah. the stadium semi-final because it's yeah. two legs yeah. and if you get to the final it's the only final where you get an allocation of 40,000 tickets yeah. so we can go yeah Exactly, yeah. would, have, would have been a good one. Yeah, and another trophy potentially. Yeah. Absolutely, on the back of the last one that we've just won. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, upgraded to the Europa League as a result this season. Qualified. Uh, how are you feeling about that? Obviously, it's going to be tough. Liverpool are 
tricky to start with. There's other team for the south coast of England who look quite tasty. But, I mean, overall, is there anything to fear in this tournament? Could you win it? I think if we get to the semi, yeah. I'll be happy with that. Because then you've, uh, got, you've got that big match experience now, haven't you? Those types of games. Well, yeah. I think that... Uh, We've got used. We're getting spoilt now. It's three seasons in Europe. I've never got so. past the semi myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so not anything. Anything is is uh, possible. You yeah, know? anything's yeah. possible. So Andy's just been telling us he's never experienced a semi before, but right. we could well believe that, of course. But uh, but you have, and you might do again. You might in more ways than one, if you do well. So in terms of this game, so yeah. kudos. We think he's out, isn't he? Because uh, he hasn't been given permission by That's right, oh, yeah. former Brighton manager, Chris Hewson. <laughs> yeah. Who's yeah, now yeah. the Ghana manager. Yeah. Interesting little move there. <laughs> Good work, Agent Chris. I'm going to have to play Alan Devonshire instead. <laughs> yes. They've just recalled him from East yeah. Borough. Or so Frank, Frank Lampard Senior. Why not? Why not? Or Trevor. <laughs> yeah, Trevor, Trevor Brooking. He could have a diving header, couldn't he, last minute? <laughs> uh, but no, joking aside, without him, is that how seriously might that hamper your chances in this game? Because... Obviously, we've we've, had, we've been at, had a hex over you for years, until this season when you you did the did the dirty on us, a three one win at the Amex earlier in the season. But are you going to do the double? I mean, we, will it be too big a miss? You've got some good players, only Bowen, Antonio. Uh, but I think uh, Kudos being out, he's been a really kind of big player for us mm. since he's uh, since he's come to the club. Paqueta's out as well. Oh, he is yeah. out, is he? Uh, and that's been like a smoke and mirrors, <laughs> smoke and mirrors is it, Andy? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, those yeah. three have been brilliant recently. Yeah. You know, Bowen, Paqueta, and Kudos. Yeah. So I think they're being replaced by Ben Rama and yeah. Fornells. Yeah. So um, it's not so good. Ben Rama's joining the Algerian team. Yeah. Is he? Is he not? Is he not available either? Oh, he's winding you up. No, he's, he's, he's winding uh, you up. He's not. He, he wasn't <laughs> selected. He wasn't selected. Yeah, yeah. Um, and all of this is without, of course, Declan Rice last season. He was excellent for you last year and has proved his worth with Arsenal this year. But you've, you've had to do all that we've just talked about without him in the team as well. Pretty impressive stuff, eh? Yeah, but I think that with the money we got from him, we spent it really well. We brought in Kudos, Ward yeah. Klaus, yeah. Um, Alvarez, who's been brilliant. Yeah. yeah. You know, and Emerson is... Uh, one of the fullbacks is brilliant as well. Really, really good. Um, but to, tonight, those two players that are missing have been so important recently. Um, good, good, good. So uh, I'll be happy with the status quo to stay sixth. I'll be happy with a draw. Yeah. yeah. Well, I predict there's a two-one draw. I don't know what sort of side you got because well, you got the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we've got, we've got ten players out injured and Lewis Dunk suspended. Uh, well, Buena Lotte might be doubtful, but no, 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 he is oh, he is playing. Okay, so nine players injured and Dunk suspended. Um, but who knows what we'll do? How we'll set up? When we've been up against it, we've we've come out trumps. I mean, the Spurs game. We could have been five, six, seven nil up at half time in that match, so and that's with the same level of injuries. And, and so it's kind of like with a, a similar side, yeah, to, to play tonight. I would have thought so, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, having said, when I saw the our team sheet for Arsenal, yeah, with the two cent, uh, centre halves of, of Bonner 
and uh, I was um, Manapranas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My heart sank, but they were brilliant. And they, and they won two 0 at Arsenal. Yeah, and Not they bad. they were Ogbonna was out of this world. Yeah, and uh, so because I don't think Zuma's going to be fit for tonight. No, uh, Aguerd. He's not going to be. I think he's actually going to be going to Leon. Yeah, that's the rumor. He's getting sold, but he's uh, he's not going to be. I think he's part of. Uh, he's going away as well with Morocco. Where is that going? Where is he going? He's probably going to Leon. Really? Yeah, that's what we're hearing. Yeah. Oh yes, the Moroccan interest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the Euro stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the Euro stuff, yeah. Well, let's see, let's see what happens. Uh, speaking of call-ups, um, I see that uh, Kaoru Mitomo has been called up to the Asian Cup yeah. despite being injured at the yeah. moment. Yeah. I'm not he sure what to think about that. I mean, make it to the final. Yeah, well, it's pretty bloody annoying. I'd like him to have the whole of the tournament <laughs> out, to be honest with you. You know, he's worn us, he's been worn out and we've had to overstretch him due to other um, deficiencies in the squad due to injury. So that's a bit irritating, isn't it? Any thoughts on that, Andy? Well, Mitzema. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he's been absolutely knackered for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, dangerous player. Difficult to know whether he's been found out by opposition defenders or he's just crock. Basically. I think he's just cropped a bit, a bit jaded, and also he suffers for not having Esther Binion alongside him, who ironically is now back when he's now injured. But I'd be annoying if he goes to uh, to the Asian Cup, given even if he's fit, he'll only have just come back from another injury and still be jaded. Yeah, it's a worry. It's a worry, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah but that's uh, you know that's the fine between. You know, being an international player and a club player, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and most international players will go and play for their international team yeah. if they can. And there are all these tournaments during the season. Not, not, nothing's going to change with that. We just have to know that when we sign the players and accept the consequences, I guess, if they're called up. Yeah, there we go. Uh, back to the other Andy, Mr. Gresty. One final thing from you, sir. You like to keep a tally of the managerial merry-go-round. Now... Matthew Etherington's just been sacked by Colchester and Wayne Rooney has been sacked by Birmingham after, after steering them from sixth place promising position to relegation trouble in a mere 15 games over 13 weeks, which is quite impressive stuff. Seeing as the manager they had was perfectly good already. However, neither of those two managers have been in place since we had De Zerbe, but a number of people who, who were in place before De Zerbe have gone. And, we're, and, and De Zerbe in, what is it, 15, 16 months, something like that. Yeah. He's now number, is it number 29 out of 92? he's 28. 28 out of 92 longest serving managers in the 92. 52 games, he's climbed 63 places, which is weird. It's absolutely I, mental, right? I mean, if we could, I think we should all stand and applaud Wayne Rooney for the job he did at Derby County, DC United in Washington and Birmingham. I mean, it's just proof that ex-players know fuck all about top-level <laughs> coaching. And well done, Wayne. 
you can join the Stephen Gerrard and Frank Lampard club of totally fucked up failed coaches stick to punditry well, well John I mean, you, I mean certain fans are still not that happy but Moyes maybe you should get rid of Moyes and get Wayne while he's available what do you think <laughs> <laughs> but no joking aside is, is that true that some West Ham fans are still a bit disgruntled that no. can't be true surely no there's a certain part of the fan base that are uh, uh, a little bit kind of uh, disgruntled with the style of play yeah yeah you know, we got this thing, the West Ham way. You know, the West Ham way, yeah. yeah. Um, if you look at the stats, well, we've, we've never been so consistent. You know, we finished sixth, seventh, won a trophy. Yeah. We've been in Europe for three years yeah. running. Um, so I think that... Is, I'm all for giving him another, another contract. Because I don't see what the options are, unless because we got this guy Tim Steiner, who's like a director of football, that was responsible for bringing in Kudos and yeah, yeah, um, and he worked quite quite. Uh, he appointed Alonso at Leverkusen, yeah, and there was rumours that he, we might get in. Well, that's a different matter, but um, no, I think. You can't argue with what David Moyes has done in the last yeah. few years. You know, he's deserved great. to carry on and get a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's talk of a two-and-a-half-year contract. He hasn't signed that yet, has he? Yeah, there's but rumors. I think that two-year, two-and-a-half-year contract comes with clauses. Ah, uh, right. Um, I can't remember the acronym, but it's like uh, you've got to hit certain targets. Yeah. Otherwise, the club can terminate the contract without having to pay compensation. That's not a very enticing... Um, <laughs> clause is it really but I think I think that he's not going to get a better club than West Ham if he did if, no. if he was to, you know he wouldn't get a Agreed. bigger club because so. if you're going above West Ham in their current status and their general size yeah. you're talking about the biggest jobs really you know and then those biggest jobs are all occupied by high quality coaches I think who aren't going anywhere in yeah, a hurry and uh, it's uh, if he believes in his own abilities, that he can hit certain targets, and yeah, then maybe it's then right. there's probably the best of both worlds. Yeah, you know, then you haven't got a sort of what, another two and a half years that you might get to the end of this season. We don't know what's going to happen at the end of this season. It ain't yeah, finished, exactly. yeah, you know. Who knows? So um, I think that's that would probably be the best solution hmm. to have a, a contract kind of like that. I yeah. can't remember what the acronyms is. It's uh, key performance indicators. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, yeah. We'll, so no Wayne Rooney then. Uh, <laughs> we'll have your your manager. Oh God, you certainly will not. <laughs> that's the biggest fear. If he leaves, then what happens? Um, hopefully, we'll, we won't have to worry about that for a while. But. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. In the meantime, on with the show. Let's uh, see what happens today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All the best. And Cheers. You. Good chatting to you. Cheers. Half time, nil nil. Um, Jordy, what do you make of that? I don't know. I think we're a bit lost for words, aren't we? It's um, <laughs> underwhelming. Drab would be Short my drab. one word to describe drab that first half. Short and sweet. R- run by the keepers. Good saves at both ends. Yeah really not a lot else to talk no, about not really it's just no. been a bit yeah. lacklustre and it needs a bit of life throwing into it yeah 
we've been playing with uh, Milner's playing on the left side. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, we didn't give the lineup actually. Webster is in yeah, today, Webster which is in. a surprise. So Webster and Van Hecker with Esther Pinion still in. Yeah. And Hinchwood uh, uh, on the right side. And then midfield, we've got Gilmore. We've got Milner on the left. We've got uh, Gross in the middle. Gross in the middle. And Buenanotte yeah. as well. And then Welbeck and Pedro up front. Welbeck as well, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it feels like we could get out of them more than we are. It does also feel as if West Ham could offer more of a threat than they have. Yeah, they've just been a bit defensive yeah. the majority of the game and they seem like they're lacking Paqueta and, and Kudus. Yeah. Um, going forward, we look like we're lacking Adingra, Matoma. Going forward, it's it's a very middle-heavy game and not really much on the yeah. wings. They're For them, back. it's just Bowen that's left. Yep, they're sitting back happy to wait Obviously, we know they're good with set pieces and with counter attacks, and they're looking to try and exploit this game of counters. Yeah. Not worked for them so far. No. There's one or two uh, set pieces which made us nervous. As you said earlier, Ward Prowse always scores against us, scores and he against is quite us. good at set pieces as well. So that's a bit nerve wracking. We'll see what happens in the second half of that. But yeah, I mean, some changes needed, I think, in the game. Yeah, just, I think we don't need to change much. We'll get our chances again, but it's. We don't have a lot to put on, really, so it's a case of hope for the best and don't give them any easy chances. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Wes, what's your thoughts on the game? Well, it's one of those games where you realise you can't win a game in the first half, but you sure as hell can lose it. Yes. And so neither manager has taken a single risk in that first half, (laughs) and we are where we are. But I think in five-minute segments in the second half... Both managers desperately want to win this game. So yeah. risks will be taken and changes will be made. Yeah. So we're basically looking at a 40-minute football match. Yeah. Um, and it's all been very organised and controlled. Uh, but, you know, let's hope the Albion pop a couple down in front of us in our end, you know. I mean, just does just uh, the draw benefit one team over the other? Not really. I mean, West Ham would retain sixth place, but they could have considered it as two points dropped. Whereas if we beat them, we go above them and Man United and um, into six. So I don't I'm know. Pre- I'm it's, pretty it's sure a holding score, isn't it? I'm pretty sure they want the win. They must do, surely. And I, I don't think I've ever seen De Zerbi play for a draw. So if we had either of our wingers out there in the first half, we could have played the ball over the top, which would have given them a different yeah. problem to think about. But obviously we can't with Milner and Hinshelwood out there. And they know that. They know that and they've organised accordingly. But something will change in the personnel or the method. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a 40-minute football match. And the bench is all right, isn't it? We've got Lallana, we've got Ferguson, we've got yeah. a few players like that could, that could yeah. be creative differences. Yeah, he could bring Baliber on and do that sweeper thing. Yeah. which might free a body to drive with the ball a bit more through the middle. Yeah. But we do need somebody who's going to threaten right up against the final shoulder. And at the moment, we haven't really had the personnel yeah. or the opportunity yeah. to do that. The only that person that looks like he might be about to do something as well hasn't quite been able to carve it out, has he? He's covered a lot of ground, but a lot of the time he's been playing actually deeper than Buonanotte. And, uh, and because they've been playing deep, they've been marking him quite well too. Buonanotte's run well with the ball. He's obviously a lot physically stronger than he was. Yeah, uh, yeah I can see some changes coming 10 minutes, 15 minutes in. And then I think it's going to be pretty frantic. Bring it on, yeah? Yep, and goals at both ends as normal, probably, yeah. <laughs> right, on to the second half. Of 
And so that was the end of the action for the day. There wasn't much more to talk about. Bit of travel hassle on the way back due to the adverse weather conditions, knocking out some train lines. So we didn't really get much content on the way back. And I'm just summing it up here and now, really. So in the end, yes, a nil-nil draw. Yes, you heard us correctly, folks. A nil-nil draw for the Albion. The first one for Roberto De Zerbi in his whole reign. Incredible, as that may seem, it is true. <laughs> and um, oh, I got the outcome right, if not the score this time. At least I did predict the, the draw which is a bit disappointing, given that we were much improved in the second half. Um, we were the only team that looked like they wanted to win it. At the risk of doing a, um, a Van Dyke and incurring the wrath of Roy Keane, <laughs> um, we did look like the only team that wanted to win it in the second half. Uh, we were much improved. Uh, we made substitutions that worked when Anote came into his own. Had, uh, Jack Hinchwood had another fantastic performance and again he had changed into another position he was forced to drop back and play a centre-back role late in the game as uh, Webster who had started uh, finally came off um, incredible such a flexible player such a great player and before he went to that centre-back role he was involved quite a bit down the right wing uh, linking up the play with Billy Gilmore and with Pascal Grosch in particular uh, for some effective work Unfortunately, the issue in this match was, as has been in a number of games, uh, finishing to some degree and final ball to some other degrees. Um, Joao Pedro was causing some real threats on the left side um, and he set up a lot of the build-up play there down that side. Uh, James Milner on the overlap as well, doing the same, cutting inside, putting balls into the box. But we couldn't quite break through. We did have some chances. Um, Notably, uh, well, in the, actually in the first half that we didn't mention, there was actually a double save, um, which we hadn't realised. It was uh, Well, the first one was a cross into the box, really, that the goalkeeper padded out. But it fell to, uh, to Jack Hinchwood, who managed to get a touch, get a turn, uh, not much room, a bit on the angle. Goalkeeper saved it. You would expect him to do so, but it was still a good save anyway. Um, that was uh, one matter from the first half that we hadn't mentioned. Also in the first half, um, Jared Bowen, was through on goal, angled to the right as he was attacking the Albion goal, uh, behind which our fans were. Um, it was offside anyway, and we could see it was going to be offside. Uh, it hit the post. What we didn't realise was uh, that Jason Steele actually made the save, so um, really well done to him uh, on that. Even though it didn't matter, it was still a good save there. But in terms of the second half, yeah, we had chances. Um, Adam Lalana, who came on, managed to get a, a directed header towards the far post, couldn't quite score with that. Um, Jakob Modder uh, got on the end of a chance uh, he was pretty much one on one with the goalkeeper in terms of um, he had a chance to hit it first time but he was on the stretch and it was always actually a bit more of a difficult chance than it looked um, but the best one of the lot really for me was Joao Pedro himself breaking in from the left hand side he cut past two or three players, getting ever more central, and worked his way into a position where he could have actually just passed it into either corner of the net. Instead, he got a reasonable amount of power on uh, his shots, but it was way too central and was saved uh, by Ariola. And it was, uh, unfortunately, our best chance, I think, really, uh, on that particular occasion. Uh, Pascal Grosch almost reached across at one point as well. But in the end, I think we didn't quite do enough to earn that victory, even though we were by far the better side in a much improved second half. So it finished 0-0. 
Uh, it meant that West Ham keep their sixth position. We were unable to take sixth position from them, but we did overtake Manchester United um, due to the point we gained there at the rather quiet, in fact, incredibly quiet, flat atmosphered taxpayer stadium, also known as the London Stadium. Um, so a disappointing uh, atmosphere. The Albion did their best to make a, a bit of noise, but in the end, you know... Uh, it's a lot of that is lost, isn't it? Really, uh, in the way the acoustics are set out. But West Ham's fans were terribly quiet and uh, and terrible, really, in general. Um, the light show was a bit cheesy as well before the match. Uh, but anyway, the least said about that, the better. Uh, but the travel chaos did make things a little bit of a hassle and a schlep getting home afterwards. However. We go away with a good point. Uh, we have got our first goalless draw under De Zerbi. We've again avoided defeat. Uh, we are on a, a very, a, a very rare that we lose uh, games nowadays under De Zerbs. And um, yeah, that was again the case in this match. And of course, what it does mean, uh, the result last night, is that in the first instance of doing the double or having the double done over us this season, the first up was West Ham having the possibility to do that to us they have failed to do so. We got a very creditable draw, although we should have won, I think. Uh, but either way around, we didn't lose. West Ham didn't do the double over us. We've still got the hex, by and large, over West Ham. Um, just one win for them from the 14 fixtures we've had in the Premier League since we've been up. I'm not sure if they've um, beaten us in any other games in the top flight in the previous four-year stint, 79 to 83. Who knows? But they certainly didn't do the double over us, and that was great, and we are delighted with that. One final line from uh, from the match at uh, the London Stadium, the Taxpayers Stadium, uh, was that I bumped into uh, a guy called Mick, who's a regular listener to the podcast. He listens while walking his dog. Uh, we chatted on the way into the ground. He recognised my voice, said, oh, are you the guy doing the podcast? Had a quick chat. Uh, lovely guy. Thank you for having a chat, Mick, and thank you for listening. We hope you keep doing so, and no doubt you're doing that right now while you're walking your dog on this occasion. But uh, yes, it was really good to meet you too, albeit briefly, um, and thanks to everyone, of course, for listening. And if anybody out there is listening and hasn't reviewed us yet, uh, please do so if you can. Give us a five-star rating on... Um, Spotify, which you can do. It's a bit hard to see on there. If you look around, you can see there is a way to rate on Spotify and also, of course, on Apple and other device and other platforms as well. Um, but yes, thanks to Mick and keep keep up the listening. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and so we turn our attentions to Stoke at the weekend. Uh, it's going to be a big one. Yeah, we're doing well in Europe and it's great to have that cup run and we really want that first major trophy. And if it is the Europa League, that will be fantastic. But why not try and go on an FA Cup run, at least for now? Um, the fixtures do thin out a little bit, at least, um, making it justifiable for us to try and do our best in this competition as well. Um, we may gradually get players back from injury in the coming weeks. We may sign a couple of new players as well. Let's hope so. And I'm still hoping for... Um, uh, for Valerian Barco to join us. That would be nice. Um, but anyway, uh, we've got Stoke away. We have sold out our slightly extended uh, allocation from the initial allocation. We've got 4,000 fans going up to the stadium. Uh, the Bet365 for the game on Saturday. Um, 4,000 fans cheering on the Albion. Hopefully we're going to win. I predict we are going to win the game. 
as you all know, I always get the score wrong, but ah, what the hell, I might as well try yet again in vain. I'm going to go for a 3-1 win, because inevitably we won't be able to keep two clean sheets in a row, will we? So I'm going to say 3-1 to us. I think it's going to be a, a good a good day out for everybody. 15 loyalty points are available, which is one of the tempters for why so many people have travelled, I'm sure. Reasonable price, and in my case also the offer of a lift, kindly given by a wedge, my old mate, um, from Milton Keynes onwards at least um so those are the reasons I'm going up I think it should be a good day out and uh my old mate John is joining us for a rare away day as well which will be nice so um anyone that is going safe trip up we won't do a match day special but we'll probably have a review review episode in the the days thereafter um so listen out for that that will be our next episode um again thanks to everyone for listening again happy new year to all our listeners and until the next time stand or fall up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.